No, no, 23. Esther was 23. Huh? <laughs> Thank you, Jayo Radha Madhava Kunja Vihari Jayo Radha Madhava Kunja Vihari <coughs> Jaya Radha Madhava Kunja Vihari <coughs> Jaya Gopi Jana Vallabha Giri Varadhari <coughs> Jaya Gopi Jana Vallabha Giri Varadhari Jayo Radha Madhava Kunja Vihari Jaya Gopi Jana Vallabha Giri Varadhari Yashodanandana Brajajana Ranjana Yashodanandana Brajajana Ranjana Yamuna Tira Banachari Yamuna Tira Banachari Jayo Radha Madhava Kunja Vihari
Jaya Gopi Jana Vallabha Giri Varadhari Yashodanandana Brajajana Ranjana Yashodanandana Brajajana Ranjana Yamuna Tira Banachari Yamuna Tira Banachari Jayoradha Madhava Kunja Bihari Jayoradha Madhava Kunja Bihari Jayo Radha Madhava Kunja Bihari Kunja Bihari Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, 
राम राम हर 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 कृष्णा राम राम हर हर हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा रे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे राम राम हरे हरे जयो राधा वल्लभ राधा वल्लभ श्री राधे जयो प्रभुपदा 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 शिला प्रभुपदा प्रभुपदा शिला प्रभु हरि बोल हरि बोल हरि बोल नीताय गौरा हरि बोल नीताय गौरा हरि बोलप्रभुपाद की जाए जय ओम विष्णुपाद परमहंस परिव्रज काचार्य अष्टोत्तर शत श्री श्रीमद 
हिज डिवाइन ग्रेस एसी भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी शिल प्रभुपाद की जाए अनंत कोटि वैष्णव वृंद की जाए ग्रंथराज श्रीमद्भागवतम की जाए निताय गौर प्रेमानंदे All glories to the assembled devotees all glories to the assembled devotees all glories all glories to assembled devotees all glories all glories to shri guru and gauranga all glories to his divine grace shila prabhupad shila prabhupad ki jai <coughs> om namo भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नारायण नमस्कृत नरम चरोत्तम देवी सरस्वती व्यास तथो जय मुधीरेत नष्टु अभद्रेशु निगवत सगवतिमश्लोके भक्तिर्भवती नैष्टकी कृष्णा वासुदेवाय देवकीनंदनाय नंदगोपकुमाराय गोविंदय नमो नम हरे कृष्णा वेलकम ऑल ऑफ यू फॉर टुडेज डिस्कशन ऑफ श्रीमद्भागवतम वी आर रीडिंग फ्रॉम कैंटो सिक्स चैप्टर सेवेंटीन टाइटल दैज मदर पार्वती पार्वती कर्सस चित्रकेतु and uh, we are reading from verse number 24 atah prasadayenatvam shapa mokshaya bhamini yanmanyasehi asaduktam mama tat kshamayatam sati अतः प्रसादयेनवापमोक्षा भामिनीन्मसे असाधुक्त मम तत्मता सती अतः प्रसादयेनवा शापमोक्षा भामिनीन्मसे असादुक्त मम तत्मता सती अता प्रसादयेना
ಯನ್ಮನಸೇಹಿ ಅಸಾಧುಕ್ತ ಅಥಪ್ರಸಾದಪಮೋಕ್ಷಾ ಭಾಮಿನಿಮನ್ಯಸೆ ಅಥಪ್ರಸಾದಪಮೋಕ್ಷಾ ಭಾಮಿನಿಮನ್ಯಸೇಹಿ ಅಸಾಧುಕ್ತ ಮಮ ತತ್ಕ್ಷಮಯತಾಂ ಸತಿ ಅಥಪ್ರಸಾದಪಮೋಕ್ಷಾ ಫಾರ್ ಬೀಂಗ್ ರಿಲೀಸ್ಡ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ಯೋರ್ ಕರ್ಸ್ ಭಾಮಿನಿ ಓ ಮೋಸ್ಟ್ ಆಂಗ್ರಿ ಒನ್ ಯತ್ ವಿಚ್ ಮನ್ಯಸೆ ಯು ಕನ್ಸಿಡರ್ ಹಿ ಇಂಡೀಡ್ ಅಸಾಧು ಉಕ್ತ ಇಂಪ್ರಾಪರ್ ಸ್ಪೀಚ್ ಮಮ ಮೈ ತತ್ ದಟ್ ಕ್ಷಮ್ಯತಾಂ ಲೆಟ್ ಇಟ್ ಬಿ ಎಕ್ಸಿಕ್ಯೂಟೆಡ್ ಸತಿ ಓ ಮೋಸ್ಟ್ ಚೇಸ್ಟ್ ಒನ್ ಟ್ರಾನ್ಸ್ಲೇಷನ್ ಇನ್ ಪರ್ಪೋರ್ಟ್ ಬೈ ಹಿಸ್ ಡಿವೈನ್ ಗ್ರೇಸ್ ಶ್ರೀಲ ಪ್ರಭುಪಾದ್ ಶ್ರೀಲ ಪ್ರಭುಪಾದ್ ಕೀ ಜಾಯ್ ಓ ಮದರ್ ಯು ಆರ್ ನಾವ್ ಅನ್ನೆಸೆಸರಿಲಿ ಆಂಗ್ರಿ ಬಟ್ ಸಿನ್ಸ್ ಆಲ್ ಮೈ ಹ್ಯಾಪಿನೆಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಡಿಸ್ಟ್ರೆಸ್ ಆರ್ ಡಿಸ್ಟೈನ್ ಬೈ ಮೈ ಪಾಸ್ಟ್ ಆಕ್ಟಿವಿಟೀಸ್ ಐ ಡೋ ನಾಟ್ ಪ್ಲೀಡ್ ಟು ಬಿ ಎಕ್ಸಿಕ್ಯೂಟ್ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಕ್ಯೂಸ್ಡ್ ಆರ್ ರಿಲೀವ್ಡ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ಯೋರ್ ಕರ್ಸ್ although what i have said is not wrong please let whatever you think is wrong be pardoned purport being fully aware of how the results of one's karma accrue by the laws of nature chitraketu did not want to be released from parvati's curse nonetheless he wanted to satisfy her because although his verdict was natural she was displeased with him as a matter of course ಮಹಾರಾಜ ಚಿತ್ರಕೇತು ಬೆಗ್ ಪಾರ್ಡನ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ಪಾರ್ವತಿ ಓಂ ಅಜ್ಞಾನತಿಮಿರಂಧಸ್ಯಾಂಜನಶಲಾಖಯ ಚಕ್ಷುರುನ್ಮಿಲಿತೇನ ತಸ್ಮೈ ಶ್ರೀಗುರವೆ ನಮಃ ಶ್ರೀಚೈತನ್ಯಮನೋಭೀಷ್ಟ ಸ್ಥಾಪಿತೂತಲೆ ಸ್ವಯಂ ರೂಪಕದಾಮಹಿಂ ದಿ ಸ್ವಪದಾಂತಿಕ ವಂದೇಹಂ ಶ್ರೀಗುರೋ ಶ್ರೀಯುತ ಪದಕಮಲ ಶ್ರೀಗುರೂನ್ 
वैष्णवांश्रीपम सागृजात सहगण रघुनाता सजीव साद्वैत सवधूत परिजन सहित कृष्णचैतन्यादेवराधाकृष्णपदलिताशाखाता हे कृष्णकुणा सिंधो दीनबंधो जगत्पते गोपेश गोपिका कांता राधा कांतनमोस्तुते तप्त कांचन गौरांगी राधे वृंदवनेश्वरी ऋषभानुसुते देवी प्रणमा हरि प्रिय वाचाकुभ्य कृपा सिंधुभ्य पतिता पावनेभ्यो वैष्णवेभ्यो नमो नमः जय श्री कृष्णा चैतन्या प्रभो निनंदा श्रीअद्वैता गदाधरा श्रीवासादिगौरभक्तवृंदा हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे यम प्रव्रजतमुपेतमुपेतकृत्यम दैपायन विरह कातर आजुहावा पुत्रे तन्मयतयातरवोने स्थम सर्वूतहृद मुनिमानस्म हरे कृष्ण सो It's a very interesting episode that is happening. Very interesting chapter that is happening, and uh, we are hearing from such exalted personalities, Chaitanya Charan Prabhu speaking on these verses, which is so nice. <coughs> so, what has happened just now is Chitra Ketu has been cursed by Mother Parvati. for something that he did not even expect actually because he was not insulting to lord shiva but still this happened to him um what is very interesting that comes out in shrimad in the section of shrimad bhagavatam is karma how it comes because right now what he is saying he is he is not asking an excuse to parvati devi because he he is not done anything wrong so that's why if you see prabhupad writes it very nicely although what i have said is not wrong please let whatever you think is wrong be pardoned you see he's not saying pardon me he's saying i've not done anything wrong but because you think i have done something wrong please pardon me uh, so he's very clear is very clear he's not shaken by the curse but he's also saying he's not holding mother parvati responsible for the curse you see this is one very interesting nature of a devotee propad writes this being fully aware of how the results of one's karma accrue by the laws of nature krishna in the bhagavad gita fourth chapter 
कृष्ण से स्कर्मणो ही अभी बोधव्यम बोधव्यम च विकर्मण अकर्मणश्च बोधव्यम गहणा कर्मणो गति दि हैपनिंग्स ऑफ कर्मा इज वेरी डिफिकल्ट एंड कॉम्प्लेक्स बिकॉज जनरली वी नो समथिंग बैड हैपन्स टू अस वी ट्राई टू फाइंड अ रीजन नो आई केम बैक फ्रॉम वृंदावन अ वीक ए गो एंड देन आई फेल सिख फॉर अ वीक आई वॉज आई वॉज लिटरली बेड रिडन सो माई माइंड वॉज गोइंग बैक एंड फोर टू से what did i catch and where did i catch must be in the flight must be in singapore or must be here or must be in vrindavan must be the mosquitoes which came into the room and bit me you see i was trying to find out a reason of why i became sick see generally this is the nature of human tendency they try try to find a cause which is not wrong because uh, this type of uh, searching will not happen in an animal kingdom because animals will not find out why why did i not get food today animals will not think like that you know they don't they don't find a cause but finding a cause is an innate innate nature of a human existence we want to find a cause of uh, most of the time we find the cause of bad things only we don't try to find why good things are happening to me so they try to find the cause of bad things just as i was searching for why i became sick <clears throat> in this case chitraketu is not trying to find the cause of his curse because what he received from mother parvati was quite drastic because he didn't receive a small curse he was been he's been cursed to become a demon actually um so that, that surprisingly what's interesting is if you just rewind a little bit back he's just now recovered from his child's loss and then he's been preached by narada muni and after that he's met the lord he's met the lord face to face he's seen the lord he's witnessed the lord face to face and then he's almost in a liberated state because he's met the lord and what else do, does someone expect you see and then he's been very happy and then all of a sudden the curse comes out of mother parvati's mouth you see very quickly his his uh, fortune has turned very quickly generally when if if we put ourselves in his position what to talk of coming to the temple and taking the darshan he has taken the darshan of the lord you see so generally there will be an air of superiority that now mera to life ho gaya i have i have been delivered already now i have seen the lord nothing else is remaining in my life anymore so i am i am in one sense jeevan mukta i am liberated even in this material body you see we will not even expect that something like this can happen you, you see so in one sense his karma was finished in one sense because he seen the lord and yet propad writes that um, he was cursed by mother parvati and he did not hesitate this shows lot of lessons come upon uh, from the sections of bhagavatam because bhagavatam is such a literature that it doesn't hesitate to tell us the truth it is not just those type of a fables you see where uh, he finally met god and then he became the most powerful ruler ever after and nobody was there to destroy him and he ruled the heavens for eternity you know, nothing like that happens in bhagavatam you see bhagavatam time and again opens the stark reminder of one thing what is that one thing what is that one thing bhagavatam opens us always ha huh? bhakti yoga what else sorry never forget him okay it also reminds us of another stark reality yes the reality of this material existence 
it opens up the stark dangerous reality we live in which is called as dualism which is called as duality because this world is full of dualities always full of dualities and when when happiness will come when distress will come nobody can say nobody can say even the greatest devotee here chitraketu who has just now seen the lord he is going through this duality now right now he was just very happy uh, in his in his aeroplane and all he did was an innocent laughter to his friend lord shiva what happened shiva and wife was sitting on the lap this lab business also is very dangerous lab business is very dangerous uh, all uh, mishaps happened because of the lab only even hiranyakashipu got killed on the lap of uh, narsingha dev so uh, one of the prabhu ji is called sudama prabhu he says it, this is laptop business <laughs> dhruva muni was cursed because of the lab you see he, he didn't get a place on his lap uh, pandavas rena pandavas revenged the kauravas because of the lab of karna and uh, duryodhana so um, this business of the lap is very dangerous so in this case uh, lord shiva is putting her his wife here and then of course um, chitraketu did not insult lord shiva but in a very friendly gesture because they both were friends they were both were equals but what happened very quickly it seemed as if mother parvati was disturbed by his laughter although she owns this material world she runs this material world she is perfect in one sense and yet she commits mistakes therefore there is only one person who does not commit mistakes who is that krishna that's why he is called as what's his name ha huh? yes achyuta chuta means to make mistakes achyuta means one who will never mis- make mistakes so only krishna only god is perfect rest everybody is imperfect including lord shiva and lord goddess parvati everybody is perf- imperfect to a certain degree of course we can't compare mother parvati to a mundane a lady but she is a very exalted personality and yet sometimes she also becomes the instrument of cursing the greatest devotees of the lord in this case it was chitraketu but because of this curse one very interesting thing happened what was that krishna showed that my devotees name bhakta pranashyati my devotees do not get bewildered in whatever trying circumstances they are put in they never get bewildered in fact krishna says in the bhagavad gita gneyah sanitya sanyasi yonad dveshti na kankshati nirdvandvo hi mahabaho sukam bandhat pramuchyate my devotee or a devotee who is gneyah and he is a nitya sanyasi nitya sanyasi means what he is always hare krishna please come please come in he is always in a renounced state sanyasi doesn't mean only wearing an orange robe sanyasi means one who is always renounced in thought word and deed so he is always renounced and he is nadveshti na kankshati you know what is kankshati what is kankshati icha akanksha we say right to to desire something so in this material world let us understand two things what is misery what is misery how do you define misery lack of something lack of something okay good suffering suffering okay absence of happiness good anyone else one last answer what is misery actually misery means unfulfilled desires everybody has a desire 
to whatever desire they have and if the desire does not get fulfilled they become miserable it's as simple as that misery means something that does not happen to what i expected it to happen therefore i am miserable that's it and the misery misery can be to a varying degree it could be less miserable some people might desire something and you don't get what they want but they might not be so miserable to the extent some people want something and they get so miserable because they did not get what they want you see they really get miserable <clears throat> i know one of the complaints of the lockdown period from my colleagues was they were not having hands on to a good coffee from their house because the shops were closed and they were not getting access to the the machines that they used to have coffee from the city so therefore they were very sad and lot of uh, i'm about to say devotees sorry lot of my colleagues bought coffee machines <laughs> they bought coffee machines and they tried so many coffee machines and yet they were not happy they have spent thousands of dollars on the coffee machines they said no no, no. best coffee is from the from the person who makes because they here they have to make it even the coffee machine makes it but still they have to put the beans and they are very lazy to do that too so they are saying my barista used to make my coffee and i'm just missing it and they go into depression because of that you see so desires don't get fulfilled they become miserable so much so if you if they don't even get a cup of coffee they become miserable so in this material existence if our desires don't get fulfilled we get miserable in this sense so here it seems who was miserable here in this episode mother parvati was miserable why 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 was she miserable lord shiva i only heard the last two lines offended yeah because she thought chitragetu offended lord shiva see what was happening there was a ishtagoshti happening in lord shiva's kingdom lord shiva was preaching to his disciples so it was there was a bhakti vriksha class happening actually but in that bhakti vriksha class the wife of lord shiva was sitting on the lap and then the preaching was continuing of course shiva is very detached shiva uh, what uh, what we see is not what it is actually but chitraketu said i know you are very elevated and very liberated but at least for the people of common man for a common man you need to maintain certain etiquettes so in that sense chitraketu was suggesting something to lord shiva because of which mother parvati thought there are so many senior sanyasis and saints sitting in the assembly when they did not have a problem how come you had a problem about my husband and my husband is so glorious so therefore she was expecting what puja pratishtha prashansa three piece very dangerous puja means worship my husband is worshipable uh, pratishtha and prashansa fame and uh, and uh, appreciation of my husband uh, my husband is always glorified somebody talks ill of my husband i cannot take it and parvati devi became miserable because of that how how dare chitraketu a mere mortal can talk such a thing about my glorious husband and she cursed she cursed uh, chitraketu so therefore she became miserable that is why bhagavatam does not hesitate to speak these truths actually in the second verse itself bhagavatam clearly very very clearly mentions dharma projita kaitavatra paramo nirmatsaranam satam vedyam vastavam atra vastu shivadam tapatrayon moolanam धर्म प्रोजित कैतव 
means uh, this Bhagavatam rejects all materially motivated religion. You see, uh, kids of this age, they write uh, essays, is it not? And they write something called as narrative essays or fictional stories, you know. In fiction, in fiction also there is difficulties. What is it called as? Uh, tightening tension, they say in your essays, you see. You have to tighten your tension. So Chitraketu, every time Chitraketu wins, you know, it's not so interesting. So they make it very interesting. So Bhagavatam is not like your fictional tale where they're trying to make the story very interesting. It's not like that. It just opens up the fact of this material world, the reality of this material world. And it doesn't hesitate that even the greatest personalities can be cursed and they can actually fall down in this material world. But at the same time, Krishna doesn't abandon them. So these are the lessons that come out in this. Uh, if you remember, we had studied uh, a few months ago about how Bhagavatam preaches like the Vedas and the, and the Itihasas. It, it preaches like Vedaha Puranam Kavyam Cha Prabhur Mitram Priya Eva Cha Bodhayantiti Iti Prabhos Trivid Bhagavatam Punaha. Jiva Goswami mentions this in the Tattva Sandharva that Bhagavatam preaches to us in all ways. It preaches to us like Vedas. It gives us authority. It also preaches like uh, instruction, like a, like a friend, Mitram. And it also preaches like a like a lover, like a friend, um, Priya Evacha. So here, Bhagavatam is giving us a stark reminder like the Vedas to say, um, in this material world, anything can happen at any point in time. And this is not the only story that Bhagavatam mentions about reversals, you see. Can you, can you tell me a few more examples of reversals that we see in Srimad Bhagavatam? Even in the first canto? Whose story do we read of a, of a very great reversal, something happened to a great devotee of the Lord? Beginning of Bhagavatam starts like that actually. Narada Muni? Think again. Yeah. Kunti? Kunti also is mentioned. Parikshit Maharaj, is it not? If you see Parikshit Maharaj uh, just got cursed by a young boy, Shringi. Eight-year-old boy curses such a big emperor. And for what? For nothing. And if you think about it, it seemed as if Parikshit Maharaj could not withstand the thirst. But that same personality could stay without food and water for seven days and seven nights. How is that possible? So definitely he had the strength to withstand hunger and thirst. But what happened there was it was as if the workings of destiny and nature that he became thirsty and put a dead snake around uh, Shringi's father. You see? So it was as if the play of destiny and then Shringi just cursed Parikshit Maharaj. And what did Parikshit Maharaj do? He did not take out his commandal and say, how dare this guy curses me, I'll curse him back. He didn't say that. He just accepted the curse as an order of the Lord. And, and this is what is amazing about devotees. Devotees are always very compassionate, are always very forgiving. They always see everything as an award from the Lord. They do not see anything in this material world that is against the happenings of the Lord. In fact, a few devotees of Veda Vyasa approached Veda Vyasa and he said, My dear Lord, Kali Yuga is fast approaching. What do we do? They are so, ex they are so um, helpless. They are so helpless to say Kali Yuga is like a, like a dark cloud, it's en encompassing the whole material world. So how do we save the living entities? Veda Vyasa laughs. He says, 
there is nothing in this material world that is inauspicious there is nothing that has happened in this material world which is inauspicious there is nothing in this material world that will happen that is inauspicious everything is happening by the will of the lord so therefore everything is perfect see this is the way the vyasa says this everything is perfect so what is then what is different then what is different then what was the difference between the disciples of vedavyasa and vedavyasa yes true but what was the difference correct the perspective the way you see things vedavyasa was seeing things non different from krishna's desire because nothing can move even leaves do not move without krishna's desire what to talk of kali so everything is happening because of the will of the lord but of course the sages were also right because they were not afraid because of them but they were afraid for the general living entities because they seem to be lost in material quagmire material inabilities you see so therefore they are worried for these people they are worried for the common man uh, parikshit maharaj was an example in fact there are so many uh, there is a famous verse shloka which is ordained in the vedic parlance to chant i don't know if you heard of it it is called ahalya draupadi kunte tara mandodari statha pancha pan, panchakanya smare nityam mahapatakanashanam have you heard of this verse there are five ladies who is to be remembered every day who are they ahalya draupadi kunti tara mandodari these five every day one has to remember why because they are glorious women we all know who is ahalya ahalya devi we know we know who is draupadi if you really see in the entire mahabharata the amount of pain that any lady has gone through in this material universe you can't compare it to through draupadi five husbands she had and right in front of the five husbands she was stripped huh? she was thrown out she was called names she was insulted uh, right in front of the five husbands and they couldn't do anything right in front of the father in law like dhridrashtra was there bhishma pitama was there nothing nobody came to her to her help uh, she was so helpless kunti devi being a queen she was just running around like a beggar you see with her five sons so so much pain they have gone through and yet time and again they don't complain that why you are doing this to my krishna in fact kunti devi is the entire opposite so probably there is any any devotee in the entire history of devotees who is praying for misery she is the only person whom whom the bhagavat or whom the entire scripture knows who is praying for misery nobody prays for misery actually but it is only kunti devi who is the only devotee who prays for misery vipada vipada stu shantu tashashvat so she continuously prays for misery why because 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 if misery comes i can remember you krishna it seems as if because i was miserable i was always able to remember you so therefore let let you always give me miseries so i can always remember you so uh, we we have shlokas like this to help us remember we, we know mandodari also mandodari is a great devotee of the lord although wife of ravana she is a wife of ravana yet we have to remember her can you even believe that who is tara wife of wali 
wife of Wali. Very glorious personalities these are. Uh, and therefore it is, uh, they say, even Panchakanya Smarenityam Mahapatakanashanam. Great calamities can be avoided just by remembering these five kanyas. So that, that is the status that the, 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 the acharyas, the, the, the scriptures give. In fact, there are so many other examples. We have Gajendra, Gajendra being cursed to become an elephant. Uh, we have King Indradumnya being cursed as a crocodile, you see. And yet they never complained, they never complained. They saw this, they saw this as a special mercy of the Lord. Um, you also see the example of Avanti Brahmana. How many of you know the story of Avanti Brahmana? In the 11th canto. Avanti Brahmana was a very rich uh, Brahmana, but then because of his past pious credits got burnt out, he became a sannyasi. Uh, he, was, he became a renounced sannyasi. And, um, <clears throat> and he started living like a sannyasi actually. Even though he was living like a sannyasi, there were, there were people making fun of him. So much so that when he sat down for accepting his arms, people used to urinate in his food. Can you even believe? the atrocities that he has gone through. And then he says, these people, my karma, time, they are all not responsible for my misery. Who is that? Avanti Brahmana is saying. These people are not responsible for my misery. Actually, it is my own mind which is responsible for my misery. You see? So that is what the perspective of an Avanti, Avanti Brahmana is. Do you want to come in? Yeah, it is. <clears throat> So, <clears throat> Krishna time, time and time and again in the Bhagavad Gita also he reminds, Matra sparshastu kaunteya shitoshna sukadukkadaha agama apaino nityas tam stitikshasva bharata. So this, this quality titikshava is what? Tolerance. Krishna says, Krishna never gives a guarantee that bad things will not happen to good people or uh, reversals will not happen to devotees. He doesn't promise that. Krishna doesn't say that, Krishna, but Krishna says, Titikshavaha, Matras, Parshastu, Kaunteya, Shito, Shita and Ushna. Heat and cold will always happen in this material world. But what is the quality Krishna is asking his devotees to develop? It is Titikshava. It is Titiksha means to become tolerant, to become tolerant to all of these dualities to the material world. Why? Because if Krishna only gives good things to his devotees, then his devotees will never become strong. This is the way Krishna makes them strong, makes his devotees strong. You see, if you have students in a class, if you want your students to become strong in mathematics, the, you have to give them tougher questions. It's not that you give them simpler questions. So you give them tougher and tougher questions so they become stronger in mathematics. You see? So this is the thing of material world. The more tougher the situation is, the more stronger the, compet the competition becomes and the more stronger the competitor happens. You know, there's a saying, when the, tough get, when, the, when the things get tough, the tough gets going. You see, have you heard of that? Hmm? When it becomes tough, the tough gets going. So we become tough. Tough in the sense, not hard-hearted, but what it means is titikshava. Titikshava karunikaha suhrida sarvadehinam ajata shatrava shantaha sadhava sadhubhushanaha. This titikshava, this, this tolerate, this nature of tolerance and compassion is an abhushan, is a wealth of a devotee, is an ornament of a devotee. 
it is also displayed by krishna krishna also displays this in fact um if see krishna also had to go through many reversals what was that one reversal krishna had to go through sorry gandhari skirts yeah okay that's also right anything else tulsi yeah tulsi also curs krishna that is also good shishupal yeah 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 he was trying to be he was trying to imp- he was being imprisoned there's another uh, have you heard of the uh, kaustubamani the jewel huh? they said krishna stole it huh? but he didn't steal it but still he was he was put he was blamed falsely and krishna had to fight that blame he did not say how dare you i am the supreme lord and you are trying to blame me he didn't say that he had to go and fight jambavan you see so therefore even krishna demonstrates by his own example that reversals you have to face reversals in this material world so this is one of the important lessons that we try to learn in this uh, example in fact i'll tell a small story and then i'll stop here um there was a brahmana an avaduta brahmana in udupi i don't know i think i have said this story but for the it, it's interesting to this uh, relevant to this episode this person particular brahmana was an avaduta do you know what do you mean by avaduta avaduta means who is very indifferent to this material world very indifferent you know um sometimes you will see this indifference in the homeless people also they are very indifferent <laughs> they are always lost in their own thoughts but they are not suhurdam sarvadehinam you see they are only bothered about their bodies but avadutas are not like that they are suhurdam sarvadehinam they are indifferent but at the same time very uh, compassionate to the other living entities they are never angry on anything even though they are punished so this brahmana one day in if you go to udupi um there are two dining halls one dining hall is for samuhik where general people sit there and there's another dining hall in the first floor where only brahmanas can sit so this this brahmana just went and sat in the top floor dining hall for whatever reason he sat and he was sitting there and the the cook started serving prasadam and generally in the brahmana section you don't sit during wearing stitch clothes using stitch clothes so you have to sit using chadar and dhoti so he didn't even have a chadar he looked like a very poor brahmana so he was sitting there and waiting for the prasadam to be served on the plates and then somebody noticed that he doesn't have a sacred thread you know he, so they asked him what where, where is your sacred thread uh he said sacred thread and he just noticed what sacred thread he asked then uh, at that point the guy who was serving became very angry because your identification you are a brahmana means you need to have that sacred thread whether you have titikshava karunika doesn't matter you need to have that two paisa sacred thread so he said what thread i don't have any thread then he said this is only for brahmanas get up go away go to the different dining hall this is only for brahmanas he asked again yes you are not a brahmana i don't see the sacred thread on you now he said brahmana i am but sacred thread i don't have he said now for now he became even more furious this this guy is arguing with me now that he is brahmana but he doesn't have a sacred thread oh, what does he mean and then he calls a few uh, cooks and he says we need to drive him away he is just creating uh, inauspiciousness among the brahmanas 
Look at him, he's dirty, he doesn't have a sacred. So all these expletives started coming out now. So they started shouting at him. They said, now we are warning you, just get up and get out of this dining hall. We don't want to be, become physical with you. We are all Brahmanas. We are all very compassionate living entities for others. Suhurdam say Sarvadehinam. Please get up and get lost from here. And he said, I came here for Prashadam. This is Prashadam hall only, right? They said, yes, but you are not supposed to eat here. Get up and get lost. Then he said, you know, very, he's avaduta, he's indifferent. He said, why I have to get up? You serve me Prashadam, I'll have Prashadam and then go. At this, their tolerance limit reached. They just picked him up and threw him out of the temple. Not of the hall, but they took him out and threw him out of the temple, out of the temple compound. Now, as soon as this happened, the Brahmana, if we were there in the place of the Brahmana, what would have been our reaction? Immediately would have taken our kamandalu or our Tupperware plastic bottles. We would have cursed to say, how dare you push a Brahmana? <laughs> and then may you rot in hell, you see, we would have cursed the people, you see. This Brahmana fell down and he was old, he was not a young person. He just fell down and then there was another person who knew this Brahmana. So he came and he saw, oh my God, what happened? And then he, he lifted him up and he said, what happened? Why did he throw you like this? He said, all he said was, I don't know why they threw me. I was hungry, but they said, I cannot eat. Maybe the Lord does not want me to eat. And he just dusted his clothes and simply walked away from the temple. Now, <clears throat> this behavior is quite amazing. And the person looking at this old man, this person was a Brahmana, of course, so he saw and he could identify that this here is a real Brahmana. Here is a Titikshava Karunikaha Suhurdam Sarvadehinam. So he, this Brahmana did not think that these people who threw me out were the reason for me to come out. It was the Lord who did not want me to have Prashadam. So he was seeing the Lord even in his rejection. So, uh, so this is a story which, uh, which, is a, which was an actual happening. I, I didn't make this up. This, this actually happened to a person in Udupi. And we, ha we have such glorious personalities even here in ISKCON. We are so blessed to have such Vaishnavas here in ISKCON actually. Um, uh, I have seen certain Vaishnavas being... Um, argued with on the philosophy of Krishna consciousness. And I have seen certain saints in ISKCON, they have not got, they didn't get disturbed. They were, con they were trying to convince him and if they don't get convinced, they were on their own. They were not disturbed by the slightest provocation of these people outside. So we are very gifted to have some, some such saints around us as well, uh, who are full of compassion, uh, who do not get disturbed because of these material incongruities. So, I'll stop here, I'll summarize and stop to say these sections of Srimad Bhagavatam are a great lesson for us. Although it is very difficult for us, for us probably it's not the curses that might happen, but it is the challenges that the material world will throw us, you know. It could be health, it could be wealth, it could be any, any material challenges that the material, un material world will throw at us. And the first thing we, d we get to do is get disturbed by that situation. Uh, but that disturbance shows our immaturity in Krishna consciousness. How immature we are um, or how grounded we are in Krishna consciousness. The more grounded we are, 
the more mature is our Krishna. That's, it's a yardstick by which we can measure our own Krishna consciousness. A little bit of change, a little bit, a little change in our material circumstances, we, get, we become disturbed to a large extent. That shows we are not even Krishna conscious to a little tiny extent. But if we do not shake, our Krishna consciousness does not shake, even though we go through very ghastly and gory difficulties, then we know that we are actually in tune with Krishna. Riteritam pratiyeta na pratiyeta chatmani tadvidyad atmano mayam yathabhaso yathatamaha When we come to the position to see that this material world is also an orchestration of the Supreme Lord and one, when one does not get disturbed, we see saints in, uh, you know, Kadamkana Maharaj is right now in Vrindavan. Uh, what he's going through in his life is quite amazing. And when we see him, when I saw him uh, a couple of weeks ago, his face is even more glowing. He's even more delightful to look at. So these are the examples of devotees who do not sh get shaken because of material circumstances. So we should. So these lessons in Bhagavatam help us to pave a way to say, when will that day come when we can be on this platform, when no material incongruities can shake us, uh, but we always stay grounded at Krishna. You know, we always stay grounded and focused on the lotus feet of the Supreme Lord. Um, and we always take shelter of Guru and Gauranga and we don't uh, get disturbed by these material incongruities, which will always happen. The waves of material universe will always, you know, sometimes upper, sometimes niche, sometimes up, sometimes down, is always a part of this material world. So with this, we can, we can pray to Guru and Gauranga in this auspicious month of Damodar that we go deep in our Krishna consciousness so that we do not swim at the surface of the ocean where the waves are always disturbing. But the sharks swim deep down in the ocean where there are no waves. So may we, may we swim deep in the ocean of bhakti so that we do not get carried away by the waves of this material existence. So with this I stop here. Thank you everyone for lending a very eager ear and uh, helping me to realize certain facts of this episode of Chitraketu. If there are any questions or comments uh, or realizations, if somebody wants to share something, we can have it for a few minutes. Yes, Prabhuji. Thank you, Prabhuji. Um, Chitraketu Maharaj, we see Prabhupada writes, and he took it as if um, uh, this is a reaction of my past deeds. It's a, it's a law of karma. Uh, but we see, in case of pure devotees like him, uh, Lord ordains such a things to happen in their life. <coughs> uh, how about uh, devotees in the beginning stage, Kanishtha devotees, for example, they are there chanting and practicing sadhana. Things happen in their life, it is ordained by Lord or it's a mix of both or just karma? And then I have next question leading to that after you answer this one. Okay, not that I know the answer for, but I'll try to, <laughs> I'll attempt to, Prabhuji. <clears throat> um, actually, everything is ordained by the Supreme Lord only. Whether it is karma acting on me or the Lord's intervention in my life directly, it's always the Supreme Lord. Because there is nothing that can happen without the Lord's sanction in one sense. But what is missing in the case of a neophyte is the shelter aspect. Because as devotees progress in Krishna consciousness, when material energy hits them, 
they become even more surrendered to Krishna because they are mature in their practice of Krishna consciousness. But for a neophyte, he gets, it's a, it's a shaky boat. You see, the boat starts shaking. So therefore, uh, the, only, the only missing fact that happens for a neophyte devotee is that he doesn't have a strong ground to stand on when certain challenges happen to him in the beginning stages of Krishna consciousness. But if his, I feel, if his intention is pure and if he is walking towards the right direction and he is in the association of the devotees, Krishna although gives him challenges because he's already starting, he's already started his journey of Krishna consciousness. So therefore he's already under Krishna's shelter in one sense. He's under Srila Prabhupada's shelter in one sense. So therefore the Sangha, the association of the devotees will protect him, will pull him out of that difficulty in, in no time actually. So that's one hope we have for neophyte devotees. And we see this in, in our own practice, in our own congregation we have had devotees who had to go through very severe traumatic experiences in their very beginning stages of Krishna consciousness. Um, I remember one devotee had to go through, he had to go through, he was, he had just joined Bhakti Vriksha and he was diagnosed with blood cancer. And, um, and all his family said was, you got blood cancer because you became a devotee. That's what they said. That's what they said. And he said, so be it. So be it. If this is what Krishna wants me, that's fine. But six, seven years down the line, now he's blood cancer free, he's cancer free, and he's, he's a very strong, a strong practitioner. Uh, but it doesn't happen, happy ending always, you see. But uh, tests happen, but the, the satsanga, the association of the devotees saves us from such challenging circumstances. Uh, but it is, it is uh, unsettling when such things happen to neophyte. Why only neophyte? Even for advanced devotees when this happens, it's very unsettling. But it's only the association of the devotees that actually saves us at those, that point in time. Because uh, it takes a lot to be always in connection with the Lord. Like pure devotee like Srila Prabhupada, he's in connection with Krishna at all time, place and circumstances. But for devotees like us who is not in contact with Krishna directly, for us, the only, um, the only sahara or shelter is the devotees around us and we take complete shelter of the devotees, which is non-different from the shelter of Krishna. This is my understanding, Prabhuji. So, as I understood, is it correct to say that for non-devotees, they are just left with law of karma? But, oh yeah, uh, for, so but I for devotees, it is yes. under purview of Lord Krishna. Yes. <clears throat> so, although they are getting the, those karma, but it is correct. under the purview of Lord Krishna. For non-devotees, the only thing they take shelter of is, is the mind. Manorathena dhavati. See, in, in this material world, maximum to a, what is the shelter they can take? They can take shelter of matter. If something is going wrong, either they'll go to their insurance companies, or they'll go take the shelter of doctors, or at the max, the mind by psychology, by counseling. That's all. Counseling is one level where psychiatric counseling is given and they they are only taking the shelter of the mind to, to, to kind of uh, adjust to this situation. It's just a mental adjustment. But that is not a complete solution in itself because we are neither the mind, we are neither the intelligence, we are neither this body. So there, the, for a, for a non-devotee or, or a person who is not into spiritual practice, for him the maximum shelter he can take is the mind. 
but then the mind itself is such a tottering platform so they will never find uh, relief from such shelter actually they although they certain they might find relief to a certain extent but they will not never find a permanent shelter uh, because uh, mind also is material so for a for a materialist it's very difficult when he goes through tough times that's why we find maximum times when a materialist goes through a tough situation what do they do they become addicts they become drug addicts they become alcoholics or they become uh, criminals you see why because they are disturbed they have taken the shelter of the mind and the mind just tells them to do whatever obnoxious things that they can do so that is what the materialist does that's one thing there is another danger also of so called people who are spiritualists who take the shelter of scriptures but they end up becoming monists because they think this material world is dualist dualist in nature so therefore if i think it's me and you there is a problem so i will never say there is me and you everything is one so i am god so finally it's again a mental platform only to say actually i am god everything is my leela so 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 the monists or mayavadis end up like that so they, to remove duality they will think they are god they think they are on an absolute platform which they are not so therefore uh, there are so many dangers of this material world which we cannot escape and the only and the only shelter is sanchintayet bhagavatas charanaravindam to take the lotus feet of the supreme lord uh, until we come to the lotus feet of the supreme lord there is absolutely no shelter in this material world actually thank you bhavi it's my understanding bhavi and the other question was um, about karmavad and that people talk about you know work is the is the thing you did get to do uh, achieve your dreams work hard everything is achieved uh, all this um, karma and law of karma and all these things are just you know nonsense yeah so what do you say to them <laughs> so so these are called as materialists work is worship people isn't it work is worship work is religion uh, work is worship work is religion <clears throat> they don't believe in law of karma and uh, yeah yeah just work and you will get everything you want yeah. but what suppose his boss does not give him salary <laughs> the boss says i believe in karma too if you are working hard you should be getting money by the arrangement of karma so i will not give you my paycheck from tomorrow no paycheck so 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 these are the people again on a mental tottering mental platform because they do not want to accept any authority and these are the people whom everything is going very hunky dory in their lives to still then they won't complain because as long as there is money in the bank in the bank and they have health in their uh, youth in their body they don't care because everything is going very nicely so therefore i am the master of all i survey so therefore they won't believe in karma they won't believe anything that is going wrong but the the day, the day when something goes wrong then they will realize why is god interfering in my life god has no business to interfere in my life but he is interfering in my life i was so happy you see so like that so these are people who are on a mental platform so for them all we can do is pray so that they can wake up to the harsh reality which they will eventually they will material world will not spare anyone actually it will not spare anyone we know the greatest of the personalities of the famous the rich and the famous had to be bow down to this material nature so uh, so one day or the other they will have to wake up prabhu ji thank you bro thank you yes savior
of when Krishna was blamed for stealing the costume money. Um, Prabhupada says in the purport that if a devotee is blamed, then they should stand up for their own reputation. And that's what we see, uh, uh, what Krishna did. He, yes. st- he stood up for himself. But in this past time, we see Chitra Ketu Maharaj, he accepts the curse. He doesn't like stand up for himself. Yeah. And even in Parikshan Maharaj's case. So, um, wh- how can we understand this? <laughs> in fact, you see the translation. He is not agreeing to his wrongdoing. Chitraketu did not say, I did, a wrong, I did a mistake. He is telling clearly to Parvati Devi, it is you who thought that I did something wrong. So if you think that I have done something wrong, please pardon me. And the reason that happened in this case at least was, Parvati Devi is a very exalted personality. The one thing Chitraketu was not happy about was, that somehow Mother Parvati was sad or was disturbed. Although he was not the cause, but he was in one sense the cause of her misery. She was not happy about certain things. So therefore, he did not stand up to that curse to say, okay, I have to content the curse because for some reason I have displeased you. I have displeased you for some reason. So therefore, please pardon me. So Chitraketu takes a very humbler stance in this case. Why? Because devotees at different time, place and circumstances exhibit different opulences and one of the opulence is to actually forgive. Forgiveness is a very great opulence actually. And in this case Parikshit Maharaj and Chitraketu is displaying this particular opulence, forgiveness. Because in the 11th canto, um, Krishna says, actually, see the reason is, the moment I contend, I have to do something. But if I am already satisfied with my existence, no, it doesn't matter whether I am born as a demon, it doesn't matter if I am born in hell, because I am always Tita Pragya, I am always uh, established in consciousness with Krishna, so it doesn't matter in one sense, so therefore he is not content. So his consciousness did not change, even though he was cursed, he went down and took the form of Vritrasura, his consciousness never changed, so therefore he did not find it necessary to, con- to, um, to contradict Mother Parvati. And same is the case with uh, Parikshit Maharaj. He thought, maybe this is the arrangement of the Lord, so I will take it. But in certain cases, you will see that uh, they did stand for their stance and they, like Hanuman, you see, Hanuman did not take it. He said, I will fight. So there are, there are cases where a devotee stood for, stood against inequalities, but there are certain cases where the devotee forgives to say, okay, I'm, I'm happy to take it as a Lord's order. And why certain cases and what, what instances one should fight and what one should forget, that depends on case-to-case basis. There's a very nice blog Chaitanya Charan Prabhu has written, when to forget and when to forgive. Just Google it, you'll find it. There's a very nice blog Prabhu has written. <clears throat> Thank you. Yes, Prabhuji. The first, uh, Chitraketu Maharaj says, you are now unnecessarily angry. And then he says, okay, this is because of my past karma. Then again he says, what I have said is not wrong. Please let me know what you think is wrong. So it's yeah. like a bit of contrast in the his uh, like consciousness or maybe what he's trying to uh, say in this <laughs> one. Because he's trying to put like, you are angry first and then he says it's because of me and then again says what you think wrong so how like practically like devotees should take in uh, like when it comes in a real life scenario like
so in this case mainly chitraketu is not holding mother parvati as the reason for that curse because the devotees this is one example of forgiveness so what is forgiveness forgiveness means i don't hold a grudge on you i don't say that you are responsible for my happening i'm suffering because of you so if you still ha i'm suffering because of you but anyways i'll forgive you that's not forgiveness yeah. you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> exactly what i so my limited knowledge i think something is like that right? yeah but no chitraketu is clearly saying you have unnecessarily become angry and uh, but since i know that the curses that you have the curse that you have given me is not because you are responsible for it but because of my past activities so therefore i am not asking pardon me because it i am i am giving the blame on my own karma so i am being responsible for the curse that you gave me you have cursed me but i am responsible for that curse but i still say that it was unnecessary and and you thought that i was being uh, unreasonable to your husband you thought because he is also in one sense explaining his situation that i i no means insulted your husband because if he did say that sorry i insulted your husband that means he is agreeing that he insulted his, his husband right so therefore he is very clear in his stance to say no i did not unnecessarily you are being unreasonably angry on me but i still take your curse because it's my own doing so it's a it's a it's i forgive you but at the same time i accept that your curse i i still accept your curse so it's it's like that so it's it's a it's a very interesting predicament of chitraketu and the way it, that that's why you see bhagavatam is another uh, literature which tells you the culture in this culture the the fine art of speeching speech also is coming out that he is not just saying oh sorry i did not make i i didn't make a mistake but you curse me no, it's 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 not like that it's a very mature communication that is happening and bhagavatam also is uh, it, it also gives you a glimpse of that superior culture and you'll see this in the beginning canto also when uh, arjuna returns back arjuna returns and yudhishthira maharaj is asking questions to arjuna he does not directly ask what is that inauspicious thing he goes around the bush he beats around the bush to say i heard certain inauspicious signs i heard there were tears in the bulls and the cows i heard that so finally can you please tell me what happened <laughs> you see so there's a fine art of speech also which is practically lost in today's uh, communication but uh, here we see that chitraketu is putting forth his uh, like how we put pardon. his point forward how is putting his point forward to mother parvati that's my observation prabhuji Does it answer you? Uh, sort yes, of. <laughs> but like, I'm lit. For me, it's like little. I'm for with my limited knowledge. Uh, it's become like oh, it's because we have seen in past like uh, when Parishit Maharaj was cursed, he didn't question back. Or yeah. we have seen like in uh, when uh, Amrish Maharaj, he didn't. They didn't question back. Here, yeah. it's like bit of little bit of. not questioning but letting putting one's point forward yeah but in that case parikshit maharaj was not in front of shringi yeah see he just heard the curse that he has been cursed but in this case because these two are very exalted personalities so therefore chitraketu also is setting an example of how a devotee also is taking a lower stance to ask excuse to say if inadvertently if i have committed a mistake which you think i have please forgive me um so therefore he is demonstrating by example not justifying that i was right yeah. so he doesn't do that he doesn't do that i was right okay wilson yes ma'am thank you sir what is the 
uh, Ahalya, Draupadi, Kunti, Tara, and Mandodari. <clears throat> Mandodari. Thank you, Mataji. Thank you, Roji. Grantra Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai, Srila Prabhupada ki jai, Ananta Koti Vaishnava Vrindh ki jai, Nitai Gaur Premanande, Hari Hari. Shri Shri Radha Damodar ki jai, Shri Shri Radha Vallabh ki jai.